in the sky podcast episode 122 casual chat about uncasual things i'm luke hey luke tonair oh here. hey oh hello in front of you how are you i'm, I'm fine i'm here i can see you yours sincerely luke yeah nice 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 cans i gotta say nice cans there thank you um you have a distinct lack of cans i might have a squeaky chair on my end yeah i got, I got these euphemism. i got i got these You've got the, um, the, have you seen the, you've got the ear, what are they called? Ear pods mm-hmm. with the stems. Apple. Did you, do you remember when they came out, um, people, <laughs> people were taking photos of themselves with the electric toothbrush ends in their ears? <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall that, shape. but that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still get grief about these. I got grief about these today from my boss who he called me and Mm-hmm. I answered the phone, and for some reason, like I've been listening to a podcast while I was working. And for some reason, I answered the phone, and the earpods just stopped working, and oh. he couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear him. They were showing us clicked on my on my iPhone. I had just been listening to a podcast. I double tapped on the side to answer the phone, and they just stopped working. So I had to like pull out my old fashioned wired headphones and plug them in. And he he has not bought into the earpods era yet. Mm-hmm. And then gave you know decided that at that point was you know carte blanche access to give me grief for rocking <laughs> my AirPods or um, Oral B toothbrush. Heads. <laughs> yeah, Oral B AirPods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I use I I use um, wireless buds, but uh, mine are Xiaomi. Xiaomi, you familiar Xiaomi. with Xiaomi? Xiaomi. Jammies, like pajamas. Like <laughs> Your jammies. Um, I think it's a brand from China. But, oh uh, no, it's sound European. Massive, massive in China. Like they make all kinds of stuff. Um, but I've got three sets of these earbuds. Um, one because I lost one once, um, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Because then I went for the pricier model um and they sucked so i went back for a third pair that was back at the base model level and they're mm-hmm. way better um so now i've got some that i have just paired to my tablet so or the the single one to my tablet so i can just be sitting on the couch with one ear on and yeah they're tiny no stems no I'm stems stem. yeah this I, is I... one of the buds it looks similar to um, looks like a fly buzzing around you, but um, looks similar to oh, <laughs> my bad. Carry on. Damn gravity. Sorry, ears. <laughs> looks similar to so I bought some uh, cheaper yet water resistant earbuds for the sparkle mm-hmm. experience. Oh yeah, that I now have. So I pop those ones in because when you're in the spa. You get the the warmth, the sauna feeling. <laughs> Open those it's eyes. All, Don't close your eyes while you describe it. It's all kind of it's all kind of slippery and slidey. <laughs> I don't want to know any of this. I <laughs> the was canal earbuds a minute ago. Well, my canal is all slippery and slidey, <laughs> and things can pop out of there. 
The thing I like about these ones is um, they are legitimately tiny. So lots of the cheap ones uh, actually stick out of your ear and you end up looking like Frankenstein's monster. Mm. But these ones are sit pretty flush in, inside your ear hole. What's your market value of those then? Um, from the wrong place, 70 bucks. From the right place, 39 Nice. That's good. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, I think probably if you've heard podcasts where they talk about Raycons, I'm pretty sure a Raycon yep. is um, like a repackaged one of these. Um, yeah, it's a massive brand. Like there's a whole Xiaomi store in Auckland. Really? Um, wow. They do like e-scooters and Roombas and smartwatches and all kinds of stuff. But they even do phones, but um, they're just not real mainstream over here. But yeah, good stuff. Nice. I'll make sure Anywho's. I look them up on my next electronics journey to Auckland. Yeah. Um, oh, they've got a, a stockist nationwide, but yeah, PB Tech, those sorts of places. Do know. Got to know we we to look. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Toothbrushes. Yeah, oral. <laughs> oral, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, peeling back the curtain, we're on teams and you've gone with your gate background back again. to the gate yeah yeah back to the gate there was um, nearly a we... gate calamity though uh this week so we um the neighbor, gate news the rear neighbors had someone visiting and they parked on the sheer driveway slightly too close to the gate for me to get my recycling bin in oh it's awkward what do you do there you have to go and... oh i was not happy <laughs> So I left, on the I, left, door. I left the bin outside the gate, right against the car, in a passag move to show them that I couldn't get it through. And they stayed overnight. My poor bin was exposed mm-hmm. to the elements on the other side of the gate <laughs> all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I reckon you would be a real passag neighbour. Yeah. Or colleague or anything, to be honest. Yeah, but it was just a yeah, human, human being, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <bad>. yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd have some black belt level passive aggressive moves, I'd say. I did I did think about putting the bin next to the car, opening the lid of the bin and leaving the lid of the bin open, resting against the car. Yep, you so would. That's pretty passag. Uh, but I did, I did bigger... later return and close it because I thought that's a bit of a diva move. I've got a good example of your um, black belt level no, passive aggressive. I can't believe this one. Do you remember that time? <laughs> Do you remember that time we went for dinner? <laughs> went out for dinner and they forgot your meal, um, <laughs> and and it it just never arrived. You sat there, everyone around you ate. You had nothing going on. It got to the point where you know people were finishing their meal before yours came out. I think we even reminded them a couple of times, and you finally got a meal they gave it to you in a takeaway thing felt terrible didn't charge you all of that stuff you refused to even take the takeaway meal <laughs> even though it was free and your passag move was to take a family photo off of the shelf to try and smuggle it out <laughs> like a photo frame of this um this family because it was an, in, it was that indian indian restaurant wasn't it yeah, yeah that's right yeah yeah i just sat there lo- alone with nothing <laughs> the entire time <laughs> And try. I, I don't. It was a family photo. It was just a stock image of some sort of like Indian spices or 
Oh, like, see, I remember it as being like a big group of Indian people, like a like a posed like a well, wedding. It may photo have been a family photo. I don't know if it was actually a stock image of like um, like celebrating the Indian Celebration. culture. And I thought maybe yeah. I can. Ha- I might take that. I might have that. <laughs> like a insert Diwali pick here. <laughs> yeah, I might have that now. I would like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was big enough that I was like, you really shouldn't be taking that because that's like at the call the police he's stolen my thing <laughs> level rather than did somebody just swipe an extra napkin. But, no, but then I'll also be like, well, you know, you also didn't serve me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember going through. There was a bit of a phase where um, I remember, like, it must have been oh, 12, 14, 12, 14 years ago, going mm. to a bar and leaving that bar with a drink or a mm. cup. Sorry, a glass. So I remember yeah, having yeah, like yeah. a, a Hoe Garden glass and a Stella Artois glass. Yeah. And I remember. Yep. Um, I remember my sister putting one in her handbag at some thing and they just came over and were like, we saw that, give that back. And it was just <laughs> horrendous. Having <laughs> to take the glass out of the bag and put it back on the table. I think a lot but of people we- go through that phase. Not me, obviously. I'd prefer to sit in an empty room than a bar. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but um, there's a lot of people out there that you, you see various logos on glasses that really... Uh, the logo's on a glass at a pub so that they know who owns it. <laughs> yeah. It's just terrible for the poor, the, the use... poor establishments having to, having, to refund, having to cover this cost yeah. of the theft of people popping these in their bags. I currently use a pint glass from my stag do. Um, it's in my cupboard, but that's I, from a bar. I still have a routine one a routine glass. Not 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 tonight obviously. This is this is my cider I've got here. Um just mm-hmm. a regular boring glass. Hard to see because the fence disappears, comes back. <laughs> just um, no one's no one's watching us. They're listening <laughs> to us, so don't worry about it. Are we it. making this available? On our Patreon? No, we're not making this available. On the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's on the Patreon. Totally misled. Um <laughs> and it's it's the glass you gave me from your wedding oh yes oh yeah i use that one a fair bit tony on well my one with my name on. not my one <laughs> obviously <laughs> for obvious reasons yeah. uh so, size glass that one so the tony is now almost gone but um mm. yeah i should send it back then yeah it has been what how long have you been married for uh 13 months something like that yeah five years five years yeah yep so, something, something um, I, just, like I just got an AirPods notification. I'm down to twenty percent. <laughs> those damn AirPods! You should get Xiaomi's. <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> like, what are we gonna do if you run out? Do you genuinely have to stop? Um, I could plug in. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And that Let's just see the, how far we can get. That'll fix the it. problem. I can run downstairs <laughs> to my uh, my bag and get my um, my wired. And plug in. Let's see if we run into that issue. Yeah, we'll I'm, we I'm keen to ride the line like a like a like a fuel light on a car. Just yeah, see, got, see if we can get to the next town. We got twenty percent. All right, let's see if we can get <laughs> through that. This is the pressure is on. The heat um, is on. I have some news. Okay, share. Um, Do tell. Couple of yarns for you. Um, I was accidentally racist the other week. Oh, okay, that's not great. But also, <laughs> while you're telling the story, I'm going to charge one half my earpods. <laughs> Excellent. So you, All right, one so half is being charged. Out? Yeah, one half is being charged. I'll do a bit of foley here. 
It's you interesting go. because the the setup that I've got going on here, I'm also running on one ear. It's only coming through here. So I'll join you. Oh, knocked the mic. I'll join you, and I'll look like a recording artist like this. Nice. Just update. This, um, we're, we're at 18%. <laughs> just update. So they're going to be. <laughs> I'll just have one hand on the one that's on my ear. Is that, that to help? Like Does that, is, is that to help secure the seal? Is that why they do that? They're just listening. Yeah. yeah. Same as blocking an ear, I guess. I guess. You look good, <laughs> though. That's, Thank let's you. Just say that. Um, accidentally racist. So. We're going to be straddling the line of things here. I've got to say off the bat, this is unintentional. So focus on the word accidental. And I'm not sure whether it was noticed or not. But I have this issue with my... Have a look. This is going to be a visual visual gag, but look at this. Great for a podcast. I have, I have three FPOS cards. Do you want to explain what an FPOS card is? Um... Do people not say FPOS? No, FPOS is very much a New Zealand Australia thing. Really? Yeah. What do people have? Debit. Okay, debit cards then. But it's not Three debit. debit cards. That that looks like that is a debit card. That one is yeah. too. Spin that one around, the bottom one around. They're all debit cards. They're identical. That's my yeah. point. Three identical cards, all for different accounts. Yeah. So FPOS um, stands for um, Electronic Fund Transfer at Point of Sale. Yes. And some people annoyingly add a T to the end of it when they say it, for some reason. Some people F-post. also, I've seen it, um, EFT with a dash in the middle, P-O-S. EFT-POS. Yep. Doesn't need to be there. <laughs> Electronic fund transfer yeah. at point of sale. Oh, I didn't realise that no one else said it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I've got those, got these debit cards three of them all look identical all linked to other accounts and we the way our accounts are set up we put some money into a spending account and uh, as we need more we move in more into the spending account and that leads to sometimes you kind of much like we're doing with your earpods you ride the line of like mm. have i got enough in here or did i need to move some more across yeah. and occasionally i use this um, these duplicate slash identical looking cards to my advantage because if embarrassingly you haven't moved enough money and you've you've ro- rode that line to a little too mm. far you might get a decline transaction yeah, so then i pull out there. i grab all three of my cards and um i say oh sorry i've used the wrong card and they can see they're all duplicates so um yeah so swipe it again and use the right card because um, you could permanent marker those cards for like an atrocious like to tell them apart clar- clarification yeah oh no i i can tell them apart because they've got different numbers on them you remember but the numbers it's though, more that it's associate a, with? that's good that's good it's more that it saves embarrassment of like oh he hasn't actually broke he's just yeah. used the what wrong card. i'd like to see actually is a band-aid on the card <laughs> with a permanent marker written on top of the band-aid do you need to explain As, Band-Aid? Do other com- countries call them Band-Aids? I don't know what Band-Aids are. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking it wasn't like an F-Pos situation. Uh, an adhesive owie strip, I guess. Is that <laughs> yeah. Um, so how, how this ties into our accidentally racist story um, is that I went to a dairy. So 
rattle off the different gotta, names for dairy. Got to explain that milk milk bar, corner store, convenience store, bodega. Yeah, though bodega, doesn't doesn't, doesn't have a deli. Doesn't have a deli. <laughs> um, yeah, one of those corner shops. Um, corner <laughs> shop with a PPE on the end. I think a conven- a, like a convenience store is probably the best way to explain yeah. it, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Just this very- one happened to be. This one happened to be. Um, run by an asian gentleman asian persuasion is that what you're saying a man of the asian Asian persuasion persuasion. yeah okay um and i did the old trick used the card i hadn't moved enough for whatever i was buying and card declines um it it wasn't even this time around yeah yeah. Yeah, my 50 cent mixture just broke the bank I don't think I actually got to it because it was only like a pie and a drink. So I didn't actually, it didn't get to the declining stage. I just kind of fumbled around which card to use. And I made the comment, ugh, all look the same. Oh. Because all my cards look the same. Oh, well they do. Yeah, I just saw it. All three of my cards look the same. And I was using that that as an excuse for why I couldn't find the right card. But yeah. Instead, yeah. I stood in front of an Asian gentleman and oh, said the words, all oh, they all same. look the same. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's probably thinking the same thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's yeah, not what okay. you want. It's not what you want he, to say. He didn't, res- he didn't respond with, yeah, well, so do you. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. mm. so, yeah. That left a sour taste in my mouth, and it wasn't just the... Sour um, lollies from the 50-cent mixture. Yeah. It wasn't just the 50-cent mixture. Yeah. Mixture. It wasn't just the... Oh, what, yeah. what were, those, were they nerds? Or what were the sour ones called? Are they nerds? <laughs> the sour ones? Yeah. Nerds so, are the tiny little ones. They're not that sour. They're more sherbet-y. What were the sours? Maybe they were just called sours. I don't know. This is not content that anyone else other than outside sort of this small town. Like Warheads? Warheads? <sighs> is that too recent? they called. Sour Worms? Yeah, we'll say Sour Worms. Why not? <laughs> just imagine, wherever you are listening to this, any type of sour candy <laughs> is what we're trying to trying to make the connection with right yeah left a sour taste in my mouth like insert lollies sour here. yeah insert generic local delicacy of sour <laughs> confectionery yeah there we go yeah done it okay nailed yeah. that yeah so that wasn't so good um that this ends my accidental racist story um mm-hmm. so my question for you is am i going to hell for that of course Hmm. Disappointing. <laughs> but do you believe in hell? Um, I believe it when I see it. Yeah. Then you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of afterlifes, that ties into my second story. Yeah, so that's um, something I've been interested to hear about because I, I, like I, oh, I just heard a dude, 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 which is my <laughs> low battery. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good. Are you ready to swap back? Oh, AirPods ten percent just flashed up. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. We've got the other one charging. We can swap them. We can swap them. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on? I guess you, you maybe introduce what you're going to talk about. We can sort of discuss, you know, how much we believe in this. 
Yeah, so um, uh, on, I guess, the, the, the real backstory or the, you know, going further back, there's a TV show over here um, called Sensing Sniffing Murder. Sniffing Murder? Yeah. Sniffing Murder is where yeah. I was going to take so this. So they've got a, a psychic who sniffs the underwear <laughs> confusing. of... Hang on. Let's so, start with the real thing and then so deviate the, into that. A psychic who gonna... sniffs the underwear of the deceased to try and find them. <laughs> To try and find like where their bodies are and know maybe about how they died, and then if they sometimes get a bit, if they struggle to, because often they're paired up, like you might have two psychics and potentially like you know each one like they film on independent days is what they always say, isn't it? What's paired up? The the psychics. So they, they might be they they'll have two psychics trying to do this, so, but they will be filmed on different days at different times. So yeah, the pair, um, pairs of underwear. Yeah. So occasionally, if one psychic is struggling. He'll ask for maybe the, the the panties of maybe the other psychic to help him connect to her to connect to the deceased. It's um it's a good show. It's yeah, so they've murder. got the show. So forget all of that. They've got a show called Sensing Murder, which has um, psychic mediums who go around. Uh, they get given cold cases and they speak with people from that have already. What are they called? Crossed over, passed yeah, over, departed. Um, um, and, and, sn- and sniffing murder was a parody that was done by um, exactly, yeah, a local local New Zealandy comedian that um, we are quite tickled pink with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, sensing murder was the real one where they you know try to get in touch with victims of murders. From sniffing the murder afterlife. is the parody. <laughs> sniffing murder is the parody. Yep. Um, so so one of these psychics was doing a nationwide tour. Is that Calf? Yeah, Calvin Crookshank. Ah, okay. okay. Um, so feel free to Google him. Um, he. I, I bet you yeah, a thousand dollars you can't spell his last name. C R U I C K S H A N K. Incorrect. No, that's right. <laughs> Incorrect. You owe me a thousand dollars. No, that's not how I spell it. <laughs> Okay, I didn't realise that was part of the fine print. <laughs> it is, very much so. <laughs> um, okay, so he was doing a nationwide tour. Um, uh, all of the woman folk from my family decided to attend. So I wasn't there, so you kind of get in this third hand or fourth hand if you're counting it from him or fifth hand if you're saying it's from the ghost. Do you think anybody here... <laughs> Do you think anybody, like, I mean, like, Calvin Klein, I've got to say right now, underwear we I'm wearing, Calvin Klein, right? Oh, ah, you like, do you do that because of Marty McFly? Uh, no, just because I think oh. they're comfy. They can't be underwear. So I've got, I've, got, I've, I've got, never uh, had any. At, right, at the cap I'm wearing, actually, Calvin Klein, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Calvin, as in Calvin Klein, I quite like it. <laughs> any other person called Calvin, <laughs> trash. I feel like really? absolute trash. Okay. So if I met anybody the... called Calvin, other than Calvin Klein, I would say trash. Absolute trash. Thoughts? Can't think of anyone else apart Cal- from Crookshank. Yeah, trash. Absolute <laughs> trash. Okay. Is that because he says panties? Yeah. Oh, no, exactly. he doesn't. That was the wrong show. Well, how do you know? <laughs> he, he looks like <laughs> someone who would sniff a pant. Oh, Jesus. Um, so. Just, it seems like a real trashy name, Calvin. Okay. I'll bear that in mind for my second child. 
Um, so, <laughs> um, the apologies, anyone called Calvin out there? But I, just, <laughs> I mean, that's the it. Just thing. seems a little bit trash. Um, I'll get through this eventually. Okay, uh, so you talking about from you were talking family. about sniffing panties. Let's get back on the track. Women folk from my family go to Calvin Crookshank's show. Oh um, no! So this is this is, is prime panty sniffing techno- uh, yeah, territory. Christ. <laughs> Sorry, so, I know that you're family, that it but it's is, Calvin, right? So the way that it works is, uh, you know, five hundred people in an auditorium. There's a microphone that gets passed around depending on where he's sensing something. Um, it's the it's that classic South Park one, right? Yeah. Uh, where it's exactly a, when a, exactly a, when you said that, a, as I thought about yeah, the biggest douche in the universe. It was at South Park. Yeah, that was John Edwards, ladies and gentlemen, John Edwards. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, from from what they reported back to me, though, it was amazing. Um. So my nana lost her sister about two months ago. And so the show kicks off, and the microphone goes straight to her. Like, the go pass it up, pass it up, pass it up, up the rows, and then across and across and across, and then So who's, who's dictating where it goes and where it stops? Calvin? Calvin. He's okay. saying, pass this up the rows. He's like, He's, up, 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 right, 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 um, the way it went down was he says to my nana, um, is your husband with us? And so obviously the, what he's actually saying is, is your husband alive? Yeah. My nana misinterprets this and thinks he means, did he come along to the show? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> he says, is your husband with us? She says no. And then my sister goes, nana, yes, he is with us. <laughs> so, um, so he said, well, that would have been embarrassing if I had, um, if I, you know, had contacted your husband who's still alive. Um, but then he, he started, he started doing, you know, they just burrow in. He starts burrowing mm, in. To like the a topic. tick. Like a tick. Yeah. Yeah. Burrowing like <laughs> exactly a tick. Exactly like a tick under the skin. Yep. So he's getting the, that juicy Lyme disease. Mm. Um, so he said, uh, it's someone younger than you. Um, I think it's a sister. I think it's a cancer. And yeah, and she's like, yes, and just burst into tears because two months ago her younger sister died of cancer. Right. He was saying it was rough towards the end, but she's saying it's not as bad as it looked and all this sort of stuff because there was a whole thing where um, she had had cancer for a long time and uh, my nana had planned on going back, you know, to visit her um, back to England where she's from and where her sister lived right um, so um, did, 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 just to stop there so mm-hmm. so far it sounds like he's just said some he's like he's seen an older woman he's yep. made an assumption that somebody close to her has died yep is there anything there though that you think calls out at this point that it's actually something more than just an educated guess against an older woman who no, so not not until he said younger sister, which is so slightly he said more. younger sister. Yeah. So my nan is only doing yeses and okay. she didn't have the the opportunity to say no because it was yes to everything he'd said. So he said younger sister, he said cancer, he said 
uh, it was complicated or rough towards the end, which, which I guess cancelled people. Would, yeah, it's like it's not yeah. like it. Towards the end, it was you know like a, a field of daisies. It's um, like. Yep, yeah. But, okay, get it, get it. And then the other thing he said, which was, I think as specific as he got from what I could tell, was, um, I don't know his exact words because I've only heard it secondhand, but it was, um, uh, the way that worked was my nana was like 12 or 14 by the time this sibling came into her life and mm-hmm. the mum was very hands-off. So it was essentially my nana raised her and there was a reference to that. So it was, um, it was words to the effect of thanks for looking after me or thanks for bringing me up the right way or something like that. Okay. Which I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't delve any further. So read into that what you will. Mm. Um, and then the other one was, um, how disapproving her mother-in-law was to her. Um, which was, um, it was something that my Nana said no one else, nobody else knew about because it was just those kind of disapproving looks that she would get from her mother-in-law when there's nobody else around was, was what was going on. So who, who was, who, like, whose mother-in-law was disapproving? Your Nana or... So my Nana's mother-in-law. So my granddad's mum. And so there was a whole thing there that um, my granddad was the youngest and was nobody would ever be good enough for him sort of thing but now and, um, like now that calvin said that mm. like if you she fucking knows now <laughs> so if i was your nano i'd be like shit shit she knows <laughs> shit so when that eventually you know and I, you know don't want to think about it but when that happens i'd be like fuck i'm gonna try to explain that like thanks calvin that's a good point that's a very good point. It's really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was kind of the that was kind of the end of it for the reading from my nana. Yep. Yes. Uh, um, the other the other thing um, that was interesting was earlier that day, um, my wife and I uh, and Gwen were in the backyard, and because it's been winter and we haven't really gone outside a heck of a lot. So, so uh, Gwen is not your Gwen is not your gardener for those who are listening. No, daughter, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so um, Tamara and I and Gwen had been outside, and because it's been winter, uh, what tends to happen is the leaves fall off of the, all the trees in our yard, and sort of once a year or once every two years, there's a big patch of grass scrub, which I don't know if you know what that looks like, but it's just a big dead patch of grass. It all kind of looks like if you got the clippings out of a lawnmower catcher and just dumped it into a pile, it's literally dead. Like you have to scrape the grass off. Um, you got a big bear patch on the lawn that you have to kind of reseed. I'll say I'm a decade or so removed from lawn. So yeah. I, I'm not properly so au fait mm-hmm. with lawn, yeah. but I'll, I'll, I'll take your lead. Yeah. So we have this big dead patch on our lawn at the moment. Um, uh, it's been winter, so we haven't mowed or trimmed or done the edges or done the gardening. Yeah, you tend not to in winter, right? You let it just grow out a bit, you know? Exactly. And then some, when the summer body comes around, you're like, I better tend to the overgrowth. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, we we were in the we were out in the lawn, saw this big batch of grass scrub, you know, thought uh, we'll get to it eventually. Life's very busy with family commitments and 
a young family so um the lawn isn't as spick and span as it was sort of three years ago before a baby arrived to take up all of our time tell me about it tell me about it sing it sister um so imagine my joy when the microphone goes down to tamara and stops there and so she oh so she came she went too she went too this is all yeah tomorrow's females there. in your life yeah so my sisters yeah. tamara my mum, my nana um the microphone stops at tamara and tamara is she saying nasty reason. things about her mother-in-law <laughs> no no <laughs> good her mother yeah, that was sitting next to her at the time <laughs> yeah because so that would have been awkward <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and whoever it was that came through was again a younger person um and they said is your lawnmower broken straight off like that like nothing else is your lawnmower broken and tamara's response because she doesn't mow the lawns was i have no idea yeah (laughs) everybody apparently laughed at that because it's clearly not her job to mow lawns um and then the advice came through that um she oh we should be more motivated our lawn looks in disrepair and we should fix it whoa who is this asshole that's what i said i said we were ghost shamed (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so i mean i don't know like do you know who this was that came through no they didn't elaborate any more than that they just dropped some ghost shade on you and they just in front of everyone our lawn was in disrepair and we need to be more onto it um and it ten- and it happened to coincide it's like and then they say oh and you could and you could lose about 10 pounds and i'm like whoa whoa <laughs> yeah, come on whoa jesus so yeah um that was kind of cool but again there's a there's a lawn link there and i don't know how anyone could have known that i think this grasshole ghost needs to chill the fuck out like come on <laughs> wow yeah i mean your thoughts yeah have you have you oh, so first of all have you tended to the lawn um i scooped up the dead grass but you don't do anything until spring when the grass is going to grow so no i haven't uh, so I've mo- i think it's springtime mow the lawn and like give your f- like <laughs> finger up into the <laughs> sky of that ghost yeah yeah um yeah you so have... I, I i don't know like i i've i've heard both positive and like, i guess compelling and not so mm-hmm. so um i gotta be careful because i know that sometimes I, I in the past i have spoken about people who i thought would never listen to this podcast <laughs> and you know there is always a chance that someone may mm-hmm. so there is somebody in my life that I'm aware of who thinks that there's a, you know, believes there's, there's these sort of connections out there, you know. Mm-hmm. I am highly skeptical of it. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. My question is, is it coincidence then? How do you think it works? If we're outside and see grass grub and then he brings up a lawnmower and a lawn just disrepair how's how's that happened or are you saying it's just he could have said anything and we would have tied it back there's there's a there's a part of him that says that yes that that's that's um that these kind of comments like when you watch that 
we talk about that that South Park episode, the biggest douche in the universe. I talk about that cold reading, and you hear about people in these situations, and you just have generic comments, and you can make it general enough that people can kind of mm. make anything out of anything. Like you know, seeing somebody younger than you, comment that you can, older than you, yeah, says hello, says don't worry about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. So saying something about that to an older person, something that to a younger person, like if, if like if that comment had been said to me, I'm like I have had zero grass experience mm. for a number of years, but I know that from time to time when my front neighbour is away, he asked me to mow the lawn at the front, and maybe that's a comment about me not being, um, you know, as active on lawn as, as as accommodating and helpful with looking after things as I could be. I could offer maybe I could maybe offer to take care of it a bit more because, you know, the three of the people down this driveway, I'm the one who doesn't I mean I I'm the kind of backup. I'm the reserve. I'm the grass <laughs> reserve and I and I often don't and I don't really help. Yeah. Other than when I'm asked to. So maybe I could be a bit more like, hey, maybe I can help this week sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I guess there's that kind of thing. Yep. But then there's some stuff there particularly with um like with your nana and that is like, hmm, it's a little bit more specific. Yeah. Um, it's when people start giving names and things like that, I guess, that that kind of... Um, mm. But then I also, like, you, when, like we, we referred earlier in, in, in the episode to sniffing, sniffing, sniffing murder? <laughs> Go on. So, I don't think there's ever been a single conviction tied to that show yeah. around some ghost that's been able to give the name of its killer mm-hmm. yeah see they uh now <laughs> i'm not gonna say that because that'll offend everybody that's not offended by you, by you saying it um yeah it's that they use that line of like we we this is our interpretation of what they're telling us and we just can't understand what they're saying properly is how you kind of wiggle mm-hmm. out of solving something like that it's that <laughs> oh, i'm not gonna say um things work in mysterious ways type approach mm-hmm. right where it's like well if it didn't happen it doesn't mean it wasn't right it just means we haven't done something right yeah yeah so look i think it's uh, look it's it's all it's, it's all good fun to do this mm. and i think you just need to take it in context that maybe it's real maybe it's not yeah. I, I i i think that the idea is that be cautious you don't put too much into it mm. but if it's something that gives you hope then there's nothing wrong with that yeah well that's it and the the thing that i got from from my entire family who saw it in action and apparently he was naming names like literally there was this woman who had left one person and has a family friend and he goes who's dean and they're like oh my god dean he's that one that i know sort of thing um whether that's he could throw any name out and they could say i don't know a dean yeah and then they say okay i'll look for a dean in my life um maybe but um apparently he was quite specific with some people and they all came back firm believers and everything the thing that i couldn't get out of my head when hearing about it though is do you remember and this might be offensive to anyone who is you know that way inclined you we've talked God, about we we've talked at i think on the podcast before about the magician at disneyland oh uh, yep okay yep see this is a guy who shook her hand said hello 
and then introduced us as his friends from Christchurch. I'm like, it's the same level of astonishing to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> how's he done that? Did we ever settle that? No. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> right? So, yeah, literally, I think we've done it just briefly. We're at Disneyland. We've just been kicked out of a bar. I'm going to say it like that because it sounds badass. Yeah. Kicked out of a well, bar. Yes. Um, it wasn't the flashest, the nicest, but <laughs> didn't have our passports with us. Yeah, they wouldn't serve us at a bar because we needed our passports at a bar. And because so we you like, bring your no. passports, you bring your passports with you to an amusement park. Yeah, while you're going on high adrenaline adventure rides, that will likely toss everything out of you. Hmm. Sure. So yeah, then we sat dejected, and we at, don't look that young. Yeah. <laughs> that was only a couple of years ago. We sat on a bench, dejected, and this magician walked up who worked for disneyland and chatted to us we didn't say because because our, our joke was at the time that we looked dejected dejected after being ejected that's what i'm trying to say dejected after being ejected <laughs> yeah and it was like the disneyland like like com, 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 like guys sitting in control Deploy command center of yeah, yeah. Like the command center of disneyland like there's dejected guests after being ejected deploy the magician yeah do you, yeah, because the thing was, and the the reason we kind of linked it up is because the guy at the bar checked our IDs and they were, there they was driver's license and they had our yes. address on it. Well, mine had our address on it anyway, and I know he looked at mine. So it said Christchurch. And I'm like, is this a Disneyland hoax where they kick you out of a bar so they can deploy a magician to cheer you up? So that yeah. you go and tell everyone how amazing this magician was for telling like, you from whoa. Christchurch. What the hell happened there? Yeah. So crazy. But yeah, that was the same thing of like, somebody's giving us a piece of information. To be honest, the magician at Disneyland may have been even more specific than Calvin Crookshank, <laughs> which I couldn't quite understand. But yeah, I couldn't help but go there in my mind when I heard these stories come back. If he starts rattling off, like, you know, more specific things like, you know, um, shoe size, um, girth, those sort what of things. What if he said then... to you, I can tell you're wearing Calvin Klein underwear without looking. Yeah. They'd be like, guess the girth. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what size I mean, underwear? <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, medium. I'm like, you guess my girth. <laughs> that could be a new single for the podcast. Guess my girth. Well, um... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm not sure where <laughs> anyway. I sit on where I sit on that issue. I think if I was there, I would have been way more astounded. Um, mm. Hearing the stories, everybody that came back was certainly astounded. Certainly had more specific examples from other people, um, and we're even talking about we need to go to the next town over when he does his show there um, <laughs> because it was that amazing to them. So obviously very convincing. Um, but yeah, I wasn't there. convoy and follow them around like groupies, yeah. <laughs> psychic groupies. Yeah, this is secondhand information, so I just yeah. thought I'd mention I, it would be remiss of me on a paranormal podcast not to talk about it. Well, this is this this is firsthand by by proxy paranormal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's probably the most paranormal thing that's actually happened on this show. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> after 122 episodes the last one i brought to the party was i saw a blue light on the horizon and couldn't figure out what it was (laughs) and didn't go and look 
I've got to say, I'm actually sitting outside in the spa every evening now for mm-hmm. a, an hour, hour or so, um, looking up at the sky. Definitely seen quite a few lights in the sky. Pretty sure they're all satellites or the ISS. Oh, yeah. But definitely seen quite a few lights in the sky now. Nice. So if I'm going to have a, a UAP sighting, it's mm-hmm. going to be in the spa. Excellent. I'm yeah, looking forward so to it. I'm prepared. Because <laughs> like both of us know, we're sitting inside right now. We're not looking up. There's no skylights. We don't know what's above us. There could be UAP right there, right now. We don't know it. So at least the spa give me an hour or so a night to glance up at the, the heavens and maybe I'll sight something. Mm-hmm. Um, So I've got one more segment. It's called Luke Presents Tony's Abnormal Paranormal, um, which is where I have you go out, find us us some um, abnormal uh, paranormal stories, things that um, are not your typical grey alien in a spacecraft type of paranormal goings-on. That's right. Um, And I have you bring that back and present to me like you are my underling. So we've got a few of these stories, so I'd like to see maybe this becomes a bit of a recurring segment um, over the next few episodes. Um, So Luke presents Tony's Abnormally Paranormal uh, Season (laughs) 2. I'll allow it. Let's begin. So a, a very strange account comes to us from the year 1964 from California in the United States, if you hadn't guessed, I guess, that country, but... On September 4, 1964, 28-year-old Donald Shrum and his friends went out bow hunting at Cisco Grove in Placer County, California, United States, America. Uh, do I need to say more? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, land of the free, home Earth. of the brave. Uh, and at some point, he would become separated from his group. Since nightfall was approaching, he decided to sleep in a tree for the night and catch up with his companions the following day. But sleep would not be easy for him on this night. As he drifted in and out of a half-sleep daze, and it says daydreams, but surely it's night dreams at this point, but I I, kind of get where they're going from here, Uh, and and daydreams, Mm -hmm. his attention was captured by a bright white light zigzagging through the dim darkness of the trees. Much like what Tony sees from his spa pool, which he at first took to be a helicopter, but would soon prove to be anything but when the mysterious light approached him to begin silently hovering nearby. Shrum tried to stay out of sight, but it was obvious that it had noticed him. And not only that, three strange beings could be seen on the ground approaching the tree that Shrum was in. He would describe two of them as humanoid in general shape, but the other is looking like some sort of outlandish, God, like this outlandish robot, and he was startled when they began shaking the tree with great force, seemingly in an effort to dislodge him and make him plop out. As <laughs> they drop, I think plop. <laughs> Strange word choice, but go on. <laughs> Uh, as this was going on, the robot apparently exuded a white mist from its mouth that caused him to fall asleep. A daydreaming, nightdreaming, whatever it is. Uh, when he awoke not long after, the strange creatures were still seemingly trying to get him out of the tree, and he fought back by dropping lit matches on them, which caused them to back off a bit, but did not stop them. 
He then resorted to shooting at them with his bow, noticing that his arrows caused sparks when they bounced off the robot. As the night wore on, more of the robot-like creatures appeared, and the humanoids began trying to crawl up the tree towards him. Shrum claims that he shot arrows until he ran out, after which he began hurling anything he could at the strange entities. At one point, he was... What could he? Yeah. Uh, what could he? Pine cones? He's in a tree. Pine cones, maybe? Huh? Pine cones? Pine cones, uh, yeah. Panties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take long before you're resorting to clothing. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, he was gassed again by that white spoke, but he would snap out of it again to find the creatures still unsuccessfully trying to reach him. He claims that this happened until sunrise, after which they finally gave up and left him alone. Somewhat corroborating his story is that his hunting companions would also later report having seen strange lights in the area at the time. Weird. So that's the story of Donald Shrum and his mm-hmm. weird treetop encounter. So the last time I think we talked robots, it was... Um that really famous one that got written off as Barn Owls. What was that? Uh, so there was actually another a robot one, which was another earlier episode of uh, Luke Presents Tony's Abnormally Paranormal, which is the okay. Pascagoula uh, something or other. What was that one? It was Pascagoula. Okay. We'll put the link in bio, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> and which then we will actually do it just to get us out of this segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Um, I'll allow that sort of a research to go on for at least a couple more weeks. Um, so, you're going to need to bring... Um, you're going to need to up the ante on that, though, apparently. I'm pretty sure, so... Um, just do a little better next time. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just judging it. Okay, that's fine. If I'm putting my name to this segment and I accidentally put my full name to it earlier <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've since corrected that though so that's good um mm. yeah. here we go um the pascagoula alien abduction so the la- the yeah. last so episode 69 hey was uh luke presents tony's abnormally paranormal part one the Ho- hopkins school hopkinsville goblins episode 70 oh, yeah. luke presents tony's abnormally paranormal part two the pascagoula alien abduction and episode 71, Luke presents Tony's Abnormally Paranormal Part 3, the Tuscumbia Pace Space Penguins. So, gotcha. They were the three. So, <laughs> now we've got. Uh, they sound good, and I don't remember them. I might go back and listen. Yeah, now we've got Donald <laughs> Shrum's uh, True Top Encounter. Um, nice. I think his name was Donald. It's a bit, <laughs> was it Donald? It's a bit useless of. I assume he climbed the tree, but he's got a whole horde of humanoids that so are unable to get up these, for an entire evening. So essentially, whatever these things are, including the robot, they travelled you know, light years uh, to beat her, and they couldn't climb a tree. Yeah. Like, and I've obviously never heard of a chainsaw. They shouldn't have to, because they came from the sky, yeah, which I've never, is where trees never heard point. of a chainsaw. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they had cut their foot on a chainsaw once and they were a little oh, bit sheepish. Yes, you're right, actually. They could have they could have had a bit of a PTSD from a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don, Donald Trump, that's right. It was the guy. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's Donald Trump's um, treetop encounter with um, nice. Roberts and uh, do you have a, 
do you have a teaser for next week's? Um, I do, I do. Do you want to hear the name of the people involved of next week's encounter? Yeah. Um, this is actually quite good. So the names of the people involved, Guy Tossie and Will Be Gay. So there you go. Guy Tossie. So Tossie and Will Be Gay. Tossie and Be Gay. So there you go. I'm starting to, I'm skeptical of this story already without hearing <laughs> I saw the names and like, that deserves to be uh, Luke Presents, Tony the Abnormally Paranormal, Tossie and Be Gay. Yeah. yeah, nice. And on that note, we'll, unless you've got anything else, no, I, I think we just titled next week's episode. <laughs> just there. I think we might have. <laughs> yep. Make sure you tune in next week for Tossie and Begay, and that's not us. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> um, hey, not, yeah, we're not, note, we're we're not we're workshopping we're... new nicknames for ourselves. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, that, that annoys me, actually, about, um, about drive show radio. They're always someone and someone, and yeah. it's like never... Like even Matt and Jerry, it's a guy called Jeremy Wells. They never call him Jerry, although to be fair, they do occasionally. But it's like Fitzy and Whipper. Yeah. Like, come on, guys, you can do <laughs> yeah. better than that. They're just it's just normal names that go through that process with the marketing department, yeah. and they get turned into Fitzy and Whipper. It's like if we turned up, it, yeah, they'd be like, mm, "How about Tossy and Begay?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. Oh, I guess. I'm out. Yeah. I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> Back to love songs till midnight with me. Um, mm. All right. On that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join us next week. Toodaloo.